Hey everybody, welcome to Street Fight Radio, the bonus show. I am here this week giving you uh, an insight into a subject that Brian will not research whatsoever. It's the topic of our February zine, and that's sex. We're talking about the nitty gritty, all the gross stuff that Brian's afraid of. I'm not. I enjoy sex and everything about it. And um, and interested in the topic, I mean, it is a big part of life, and it's a huge foundation, I think, for a lot of uh, human existence. Even if you're someone that is asexual, you still have a relationship to it, and you know, in the public at large, and the way that people handle it, and all this stuff. So, there's a lot to dive into. And in the process of researching for this zine, I was able to get a hold of somebody that uh, is cam girl online. Uh, does you know? Uh, I I don't know the details yet. We're going to find out together what exactly this all entails. Um, but her name is Noodle, and uh, I don't really have to sell anything on this show, so we can just go ahead and get started. Uh, thanks for being here, Noodle. Yeah. Hey, what's up? <laughs> and so, um, what what is the term? I guess Do you consider is cam girls that like derogatory? Is that like saying cop or something? <laughs> no, cam girl is fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Um, what does your day-to-day entail then? Um, so I right now, January, February, I'm not really sure how March is. Um, it's the slower time of the year for camming. Uh, you know, like after the holidays and like tax time. So um, I have been starting later in the day. I used to start around 11 a.m., but... Um, now I'm going on at like 12.45 in the afternoon. So the mornings are pretty chill. Um, and then around 12 o'clock, I start getting ready. I uh, boot up my cam and everything, my computer, get like my makeup on, my hair and all that good stuff. Um, charge up all my sex toys. I got like five um, different toys that respond to tips. And uh, you always have to have those charged and ready. <laughs> what? Are you serious? Is that how yeah. it is these days? Um, so, I mean, I wasn't originally very big into the tip toys. Like, um, uh, I mostly just liked going on and talking and, like, telling people what to do. <laughs> right. But um, I have a moderator, and he's been moderating for 10 years, maybe 11 now. And he's like, you know, you really got to have these toys. They make you so much extra money. And um, some people really like them. You know, they're fun. So it's like, oh, all right. And I like finally gave in. But I really didn't really use them often until recently. Um, but, yeah, like some people don't like them at all, like uh, clients or customers. I mean, I guess I don't know what I'd call the viewers. <laughs> uh and some people love them because they feel like real close to you and like connected, like they're making you feel good from far away. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I can see that. That's funny too. I have the same problem too. Cause I hate saying like follower or like listener <laughs> or fa- I don't even like saying fan. Yeah. I'm like, man, You just listen to me talk on the, you just, you watch me do my thing. It's not really like you're fanatical about it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like um, when I first started camming, um, I had no idea like where it was going to go. Um, I was working two jobs and supporting a kid and my ex and like his, his problems were not in a great situation. And I was sort of, it was sort of like an outlet, but I was also like, maybe this will go somewhere. And like, 
we could do better in life. Um, and uh, so everyone who came in the room, like, I felt like they're like, my friends, you know, like they, we chat, we like hang out, like it's, it's wonderful. So like, it's, yeah, it's really confusing. Like what to call them. I'm like, Oh, you guys are like my, my buddies. Like, I don't know where I'd be without you. I don't, I don't know. Like <laughs> what to call yeah. them. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and, and that really cuts through the both. I mean, I'm on the same end. I fire up the Instagram live and just, they stare at me <laughs> and like start asking questions or know stuff about my life or mention things from six months ago. And then, uh, you know, and I know them too, because I'm following along. I can see what they're doing and they let me know and I'm not against it. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not totally cold. Uh, so it is, uh, it's an interesting relationship, I guess, since we're getting the beginning here. So, so initially you started as, um, as just a, a like a, a possibly a way to make money or a, a, like more money, extra money on the side or was it, were these aspirations you had when you were younger? Like, where did you want to be in porn or, or is it the, the cam? Does it add the right amount of distance that you are comfortable with? Um, well, since I hit puberty, I've like, um, been very overly like sexual in general, but I've never thought about doing porn or anything. Um, at the time, uh, let's see, it was more of, um, my, ex of like 10 years he had like some mental illnesses and like heavy drug and alcohol usage and couldn't hold a job anymore and um i was trying to like help him get out of depression and i was like you gotta find something to do at home and uh like he's 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 brilliant but uh what he came up with was um erotica um because for like the kind of stuff that we're into, there wasn't, I guess, much on the internet. Um, and he was like, you know, everybody likes your voice. Like I'll write some stuff and you'll like do the audio and we'll maybe we'll make money off that. And, um, I was like, sure. Like whatever, you know, gets you going, like write some stuff out. That sounds like fun. And he was like, well, we need a following first. Like, how are we going to get anyone to buy these? Um, so he had made a Reddit account for us. And we built up like quite a following, I guess. I don't know exactly anymore. It was 2017, September. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so that was the original plan. But like after we like got a following on Reddit, we didn't post any like face, face pictures, but like neck and down and like just, he pretended to be me and would like talk to people while I was at work. And like uh, from that, like one day I just came home and he was like, what do you think about webcamming? And I was like, huh? Like that had like never crossed my mind. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't even know that was like an income thing. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, um, I guess it was supposed to be a way to kind of get us like, uh, it was for money, like in the hopes it'd be for money. But at the same time, it was like, um, which just seems like an opportunity. I mean, you had, you had people that were interested in, in it, he wasn't like it was an immediately jumped right in front of the camera thing. It was, you know, I think we got opportunity here. Yeah, Ex yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's interesting. And so, um, and so now, how much time are you actually spending? Are, are you doing? Is it nine to five like work now? Um. So I can't be on past like six p.m. 
Okay. Yeah, other responsibilities. <clears throat> Sorry, other responsibilities, but um, I it's like twelve to six, twelve forty-five to five forty-five. Um, for a while, I was doing eleven to six, um, but I could make my own hours. Um, I just stick with that schedule because that that's what works best for me. Like I get to like chill in the morning, get other stuff done, and then um. Having a set schedule works really well for your followers. They know when you're going to be on. They can plan their day around you. Um, I actually have like all of my customers on a weekly schedule. They're only allowed to come on Fridays with me, so nobody's going to miss the Friday show. <laughs> oh, amazing! <laughs> yeah. Every day of the week, we have a different theme, and um, so the schedule is really important because, and also like being on time because a lot of cam girls. So I've heard like are flaky, they'll be like, oh, I'll be on like at this time. And then they, they aren't there. And like hours later they come on. So I think like being like good with that has helped a lot with be like getting somewhere with it. Um, You're a hundred percent right. I'm telling you, you could, you could, you could go and lead a seminar at a podcasting conference and say the same exact thing because <laughs> people in this industry do the same where they don't want to come back week after week or you know they're like we've done a month in a row let's take a break and like you just don't take breaks if you want to make it the thing you know yeah. like people expect it and if they can rely on it and they like what you do they'll they will support you you know uh mm -hmm. but you have to you have to respect their time as well you know it can't just be like i'm a brilliant i'm brilliant artiste i'm the muse and i can just spit out whatever i want whenever i want you know yeah for sure so that's and, great that's great uh and and so it's taken over as like i'm sorry i think i just cut you off go ahead i was just gonna say like that's the thing too like if i have to go um like my sister got married and i had to take like over a week off and it, it was like stressful for me because i was like if i come back is like am i gonna have to rebuild the room i'm not gonna have like my following have like all moved on to somebody else like <laughs> right right you get paid like vacation you know and stuff so i tried to be as active as i could on my snapchat and my twitter and uh luckily enough like I came back and it was like, I never left, everyone missed me. But, you know, sometimes you just don't know because like being there regularly is like what keeps them all going and excited. <laughs> so Yeah, that's great. So, um, so this is your regular time gig now. And, and so I don't know how explicit you want to get, but what are the details of like your cam show and what is your focus? Um, so I... Mm, let's see. Uh, the major thing, the theme of it all is um, getting guys to dress up as girls, like sissies. Uh, damn. Um, yeah, I'm, it's much fun. <laughs> yeah, we hung out. I did the same thing in uh, in with girls chat when we met and went them met them in LA. <laughs> They were telling it, they do the same thing, similar. Really? Yeah. So I guess I'm like a, a mistress. Um, it's funny because. Um, I don't like watch porn or other cam models. Like for me, like I was kind of sheltered <laughs> growing up and the only like stuff I really watch is like whatever my ex had on and I put like sissy hypno videos on for him and stuff. But, um, so I'm like real, like sensitive to like seeing anything. I'm like, Oh my gosh. And I like blush and stuff. <laughs> but, um, that's why it wouldn't, well, like cam to cam is so fun for me then because it's like, so such a big deal for me. I'm like, Oh wow. I don't see people like, this is so fun. But, yeah. um, like, 
Yeah, so I don't know what other mistresses or anyone, well, like, I don't know what they do. I don't even know what other cam girls really do. Um, so I've been told a lot, like, oh, you're, like, such, like, the sweetest mistress ever. Like, I'm all, like, cute and sweet, but, like, I, I'm still, like, really dommy. Like, I've somehow, like, mixed it all up. So I'm, like, really quirky with how I am <laughs> with it. Sure. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, and everyone who comes in the room, like everybody has their own kind of thing. So some people want me to be meaner. So I've, I've learned how to be pretty mean, but yeah. um, mostly it's just like dressing them up and like degrading them, I guess. But I think like they're so cute and it makes me all giggly and like they get off on it and I get off on it. And um, then there's like a lot of other um, fetishes that go along with that. Like there's uh cuck holding and like cum eating and, uh, I don't know, foot worship. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, what else? Um, pain stuff. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, let's see. All right. I don't know. All right. All right. No, no, that's good. That's good. Um, and and so, uh, I mean, what, what I, I guess I'm wondering, so did you have any other career aspects before uh, this came around, like, did you, did you want to be in any, anything else or like a doctor or, you know, anything, <laughs> else, you know? Yeah. I, um, I wanted to do any kind of career with kids. So I started like babysitting in high school and I've been a nanny like since then as well. Like, um, anything with kids or old people, like old people are like my best friends. I love them. Uh -huh. Um, <laughs> And so when I did start camming, I was a little concerned about like how that might come back at me if I like am gonna do any like career in that kind of a field. Sure. But in the situation I was in, like you know, it didn't really matter. It was like we need we need something else, and uh, so whatever happens happens with it. Um, I haven't given up on like doing something else, but it's just like the amount of money I make and the like way it fits in with my lifestyle is so perfect. It's, I can't really imagine like being happier with something else. Um, no, and it makes sense. I mean, in like, if you're doing a service for people that are willing, uh, participants, uh, it makes sense. Like I, I can't see it's, it's just, I think that the reason I was asking, cause I kind of stumbled into this and I recently did as our history zine and I was avoiding like being a performer for like most of my life. And then all of a sudden, once you found, I found out you could get on the internet and perform, like I was out there trying to do something with it, you know? And it was just like, it took me forever to get around some, to something that like just makes sense for me, you know, as somebody that wasn't working in like typical jobs and stuff. Uh, I don't know. I just, it was a good fit for me. Yeah. Um, it's also, it feels really good too, because a big portion of the people that, are my regulars and come in there. Um, they're really struggling with like a lot of stuff too. Like, you know, they don't feel good about these fetishes they have and to have like somebody love them for it and like embrace them. And I um, like, some of them aren't even on there for the sexual aspect. And I am in contact with them outside of webcamming. I mean, they do pay me, some of them pay me for like monthly interact or weekly interactions with me. Like, um, just calls one-on-one -on -one and texting mm -hmm. and stuff. And I've like, so many people have just thanked me so much for helping them get through different parts of their life to help them like, um, you know, just feel okay with who they are and be accepted. Yeah. 
And like, that's the most rewarding part. Like I that's bonkers. <laughs> that's bonkers. Yeah. That's, like, that's really, no, that's important though, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's like, it's just, it's so big to me. Like I love them all so much. And like, I, I hate to think like what kind of like stuff they go through. Like my ex, you know, he went through all this stuff too. So that's also why like 10 years of experience or 10 and plus, cause we were best friends since we were like 12. Like I watched him from the beginning, like so hurt with like who he is and what he's into and like, um, watched him grow. So I know like all the phases that they go through. I know like the different, like things that they go through. So I'm just like, it just makes it easier for me to like be there. And like, I've helped some people like go to like their first like appointments with um, like, um, I don't remember what it's called, like a gender therapist or whatever. And like, we'll mm -hmm. talk beforehand, we'll talk after and uh, walk them through some stuff. And it's like, I don't know. It's just cool that like all this stuff is like something that comes natural for me. And it's like helping them like, yeah like even if i stopped webcamming i'd definitely like still be a part of everything like that i've built with them i feel like outside of the website that i use so yeah I <laughs> yeah no i mean i feel that i mean that's heavy though i mean you're like you, you find yourself in a counselor role and i'm i'm that way too i mean i'm uh somebody that hangs around with a bunch of fuck off people that can't get their shit together. And, um, I've managed to do that. And I have a real like drive inside of me to kind of help people feel better about themselves or, you know, change the way they think, or, you know, I'm really comfortable in challenging somebody when they're being fucking mean to themselves, you know, or being yeah. beaten up on themselves, you know? And that's, I mean, that's similar to what those, those guys are doing. It's like, I mean, you shouldn't feel bad about this, you know? No, not you know, at all. Shameful about this. Yeah. For um, sure. Yeah, that's incredible. That's and that's a that I mean that's just a portion of the population that I don't know if I mean they don't get a voice at all. I mean I I don't I, I the stuff that I know is is normally you know would be on some of the uh conservative or 4chan side which is like toxic irony or some sort of weird um I don't I don't know twisted fucking pathology that comes out of the internet, you know. Yeah. I'm just going to say I mean for you know I mean that so it's it's uh it's challenging i mean to be in that arena and then you don't even get to really i mean do you do you do, who do you talk to then that's a good question who do you talk to for like my sanity yeah for your own sanity <laughs> i've been asked that by a couple of the i call them girls i mean girls oh got it i'm girls. sorry i didn't mean to misgender them sorry. no no no, no. I, I was just explaining like i'm like a couple of the girls have asked me and i'm just letting you that's i'm referring to like the guys who come into my room, yeah, I, gotcha. <laughs> I call them all girls. Um, a couple of the girls have asked me that and I just kind of like shrug it up. I'm like, I don't know. Like I really, um, they are the ones who've gotten me where I am today. Like I struggled with an eating disorder most of my life. And like, although I, um, am like not physically hurting myself with it. It's been like years and years since then. The mental struggle has been a challenge and like sure. um, camming, like everybody like gives me so much love. They're like, oh, you're so beautiful, blah, 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 like inside and out. And they really like, I was in like a terrible situation before and just being online and like having them like give me love got me out of like the shithole I was living in and like, pushed me to do like the biggest thing in 
like my life, like leaving what I had been living in for so long and like um, taking my young daughter with me and like getting out of there. Like that was a huge, scary step for me, but like I wouldn't have been able to do it without them. And although like I leave a lot of my personal life out, like I can still talk to them in different ways that helps me that they don't even realize they're helping me. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. So I, sometimes I think I probably should talk to somebody about other things sometimes, but like, <laughs> maybe one day, you know? <laughs> yeah. For sure. I mean, if you don't feel like you need it, then you don't. I mean, I would, and I was just wondering, I mean, it, but you know, you can't compartmentalize, uh, compartmentalize a lot of that stuff too. Um, and after, you know, like you said, I mean, you, and you have such a, wonderful library of knowledge on it that you know you're not hearing like shocking stuff every single day i'm sure you know um, right. so that makes sense um and so so the, i'm trying to think of where i was trying to go next here so for now um for now the plan is just to keep camming um and then and where does this grow from here? Do you, do you have anything on the horizon? Have you done like a goal chart for the next five years or anything? Oh my God. That's so funny. You ask. Um, yeah, every year we're like, I say it like it's been many years. Um, like about a year ago, I started working on like one year plan, two year plan or one year plan, three year plan, five year plan. Um, January, uh 2018 i had zero dollars in my bank i was living in a basement at my parents and uh, i had no car like nothing after um six months i was able to get my own apartment and a car and uh like i set a goal i wanted like this and this and this by july 1st and i hit on the head i moved in july 1st so um the setting of goals for things like has been really helpful but um right now I'm sort of like hoping by July I'll know if I want to stay in the state I'm in, I'm in now or not. Um, and then once I decide if I'm going to move to uh, this other place, um, then I'm going to work towards moving there. And um, I want to go to college part-time and cam part-time. I don't really know what I want to do in college. I'm thinking I'm going to do some kind of dental thing for like mm -hmm. two years or something. But I like think about the future and I'm like, how long can I really do this for? Like, I'm going to get all old and wrinkly. And like, is everybody going to love me still in like a couple of years? Like, sometimes I'm still like amazed. I'll pop online and there's like people who actually want to see me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> but um, so I think about it and um, I've. <sighs> I I feel like I could do this for at least like 10 more years. Yeah. I think it's also a big part is that I'm not like faking any of it. Like, um, yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't know. I mean, for me, I would say the career now seems like it could go on forever. Uh, the way that the, the world has changed and, you know, the, with like the, I think Snapchat kicked it off was what I, what I talked to Brian about is ugly selfies. Like people taking selfies of themselves with like zits all over their faces and like no makeup on and all this stuff. And I feel like that was a huge wave of like people acknowledging that we have bad days, you know, or like we aren't, don't, aren't always looking our best. And I feel like aging has been the same in that, in that there are older people that are making it work 
making social media and making the internet work for them. And it always just comes down really to authenticity. You know, if you're not trying to pretend to be, you know, 19 years old for the next 20 years, you'll be golden, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah, true. Yeah, that's one thing a lot of people say like, wow, this is like the first genuine girl I found on here. Like she seems to really love this stuff. And it's like, yeah, like all of this is like, this is just me being me hanging out with you guys. And, uh, and I'm like always trying to keep, things new like like I said right now we have like every day of the week is a different theme but I also do like random raffles and prizes and themes and uh like even like like one for uh, my camiversary we did like um washable paint like I ended up doing like boob art with the paint and ass prints and uh like balloons i don't know like there's just always more like it's cool it's like a creative outlet too like yeah you're like fucking party promoter (laughs) (laughs) party planner that's amazing no that's all marketing like that stuff is i mean those are highly highly valuable skills to have and and not many people can can really get them um you know it's not like if you just go and sit in front of a camera all day people are going to pay attention and pay your way um it does take a lot of talent and you know, nuance and reading between the lines and really understanding what's going on. Um, that's <laughs> fascinating as hell. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you, what do you think has been the biggest lesson that you've learned from doing, from doing this? A lesson? Huh? Hmm. <laughs> there's, there's something that like you learned there that, that no, you couldn't learn anywhere else. Maybe. Um, I, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I just thought of it though. So yeah, it's not like I was up thinking up good questions or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I don't really know. Okay. I mean, I'm sure I have a great answer, but um, I don't know what it is. <laughs> All right. If you can get it to me later, if you think about it and you want to get it to me, I'll make sure we'll add it on to the end of the show. <laughs> okay. Um. um and uh was there anything else you wanted to get in before we wrap it up here i don't know i mean do you have any questions i i'm sure i've had some like interesting like privates or something but i don't know i don't know i'm not good at talking <laughs> no you're fine you're doing great um i'm uh i just so I, I did i i need to do a better preparation myself uh, <laughs> but um no i mean i think that that's good for me unless I, I don't know. I mean, I was really interested in, you know, the relationship you have with the people. I thought that was all great. Um, and I don't know. I think you've done a great job. I just want to make sure you got everything in there. Yeah. What's it like? I didn't, to, so, I didn't uh, plan it out uh, either. So, yeah. <laughs> what do you say? I didn't like think this out either. So I'm no, like, I don't know there's something, but um, I got it. We, so um, where are you, where do you lean politically? Um, I'm uh, a leftist. I don't okay. know. <laughs> okay. what, I don't really put a label on it. I actually kind of live under a rock. I'm uh, like, uh, I don't really go on the computer except when I'm broadcasting. And I like things stress me out a lot. So I don't read about them as much as I should. And I just kind of like, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. And uh, I'm trying to get better on that. Um, sure. I don't know. I like, I wouldn't put a label on where I am politically. I just, I, I like Bernie. Right. 
I think, uh, what about as a kid? Like, was that your upbringing or did you come to that later in life? Like, what do you think turned you beyond like farther than the Democrats? Um, my parents never talked about politics. Um, they were very, very religious. I wasn't allowed to like, I'd go to school and come right home. They sent me off to like a religious boarding school. Um, everyone is in my family is like very religious and, um, I don't know, like, my parents thought I was a lesbian when I was 12, and I wasn't allowed to have sleepovers, like, uh, oh, no. like, I don't know, my, par- <laughs> my parents had no influence on where I am, if anything, they just made me, like, not, re- like, religion. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, yeah, yeah, there, and that's, you know, it's, re- if it's religion, if it's just the structure of the household, I'm around some kids nowadays that are in some like real shit situations. And like, I just want to stress to them that like eventually they'll be 18 years old and they can <laughs> just get away from it forever, you know? And like, it can be completely different. Life doesn't have to be what this is, you know? Yeah, that's, it's true. I mean, when you're like that age, you think like that's everything. And then bam, you hit 18. And like, I mean, I moved out at like 16, but, um, yeah, it's it's crazy how when you're that young, you're just like, oh my god, like well, yeah. my life. <laughs> yeah, and like I was saying at the beginning, like just me not even seeing myself in the arts or anything. Like my dad was a bricklayer, so I was just like, well, I guess I'll drive a forklift or find something, you know, that pays enough money to to get a mortgage, and that's going to be my life. Oh, you know? it's so depressing. Yeah. I mean, I was, I, at the time I was kind of proud and into it, but then by the time I got into the workplace, I was like, what? They don't pay. Nobody's paying enough money to do shit. You know, like there's not enough money to fucking eat that you get it's at minimum so wage. Yeah. It's so bad. That's why like, I have no motivation to do any other job. Like some people are like, that's not a real job. And I'm like, fuck you. Like I put yeah. a lot of work into this. I plan out my shows and like, like people in the workplace don't give a shit about you really. Like, the jobs that I've had, you know, like everybody's just trying to get by and yeah, whatever. And that's, that's crazy too. I'll tell you what, uh, something that you said, you're, you're talking about moving to another state for me, that was like a really big deal when we were able to move to Texas, because that was something I thought would never, ever, ever happen in my life. There was just no way I could conceive of having enough money uh, and having the privilege and everything to like put myself in that fucking position. So being able to achieve that was big for me. Wow. Yeah, for sure. I know that feeling. I, um, I've moved a couple times in my life. Every time I've moved, it wasn't planned. It was like running away from one situation. into another. <laughs> so I, I'm, I left state about four years ago and moved down South. Um, again, it wasn't planned. All of our stuff was like left behind. Uh, and so I've started from scratch like three times, three or four times. And, uh, when I moved down south, like I was in like a college area, so everything was more pro- uh, progressive and it wasn't like bad. Um, but it was so much cheaper to live. Like I was like, holy shit! I like this. I might be able to like make it here with my daughter here. Like maybe we could buy like a actually buy a place to live or something. And so like now that I'm back like north, I'm like, what the fuck? It's like double the price to live here. Like although moving is hard and expensive and like I'm excited to have like a real planned moved for the first time whenever that happens. I'm like I'll be moving somewhere cheaper and um then more money. But then I gotta think about education. Like, oh man, there's so much to think about when you move too. <laughs> but yeah. 
like working from home now like you you can like you know you can work wherever right so that helps with moving it's not like you're stuck in one place for a job Right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, wherever we want to go, I can where I can work from. My wife can work remotely for most of her position. Um, yeah, that's the challenge I'm having too with my daughter right now. Is she's in the public schools, and you know they have like a terrible rating, and it's it has nothing to do with the quality of the education. It has everything to do with like the financial situations of the kids in the school. You know, yeah. kids are doing bad in school because they aren't getting a fucking good night's rest, you know, or they have, don't have like safe housing and shit, you know? Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because they're talking about doing like a state takeover of our schools now. And I have to figure if I'm, if I want to go through with this and just like fight it, I guess, or just get the, get her the hell out of there, you know, before the, yeah. before they turn it into like charter schools or something, you know? Yeah. Oh man. It's, it's hard being a parent and it like, is. Yeah, but then, but then the education can also be supplemented. I mean, we do plenty of of stuff at home and oh, extra, yeah. and I mean, and that's what really decides what you can and can't do. And I think for me, for my kid at least, like she's going to at least grow up and know that she can go anywhere on earth that she wants to. You know, she's going to be she's going to be prepared and have the support to do that. So I think that'll be the leg up she gets over me. Yeah. Hopefully. We did a uh, homeschooling too on top of her school and we were living down south. Like we would do math like two hours a day and uh, vocab and stuff. And um, it's definitely made a big difference, I think. Um, but, you know, it's, yeah, you got to like stick with it. And it like, <laughs> I struggled in school. So when she gets older, I'm like, uh, like, well, how am I going to like <laughs> help you out then? But exactly. My kid's already acting like I, she's already doesn't like school. Sometimes she's like, I don't want to go to school. It's, it sucks. I'm like, I know that feeling 100%. <laughs> now I have to figure out how to get you to not like fuck it up the way that I did. Like I needed to figure out how to sidestep all of that. <laughs> yeah. And you, you, you know. just, all I can do is like tell her all of my mistakes and be like, okay, so don't do any of that. But yeah. and, I mean, guide them a little bit. Yeah. My daughter's artsy far, like both my <laughs> wife's an architect and architect and I do this. So she is already like into drawing, painting, dancing, singing, the art stuff. So I'm yeah. hoping that I can get her by on math and English at, you know, she can get C's in that and then somehow just be like a professional artist someday. <laughs> that would be better than my path, I think. <laughs> <laughs> She'll do great. <laughs> I'm sure. <clears throat> well, thanks for coming on and talking with me today and uh, adding along to the dialogue here. Um, I do appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks. Um, thanks. <laughs> and, uh, well, and just a, in an effort in anonymity, I'm not going to get shout you out or give you any social media links, <laughs> but, uh, I do appreciate the time noodle. You were great. And, uh, it was really interesting to talk to you. I'm glad I got to, to get, I'm, I love when I get to put this kind of stuff out there and, um, it's, uh, I don't know. It's neat to, to share these conversations. This is like what I got into podcasting in the first place, because there's just, you don't get a lot of opportunities to sit down with somebody you know, that does a, that does this and actually talk to them, you know, it's normally me reading about it in like a playboy magazine or something, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Cool. So have a good one. I uh, appreciate too. it. I'm going to yeah. stop the broadcast here and then we'll be good. Hold on.